Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. And thank you for downloading or listening in or tuning in to Healthy-ish, the perfect way to kickstart any new year, really. This is your podcast from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. Oh, we have got a jam-packed, super exciting year planned for you. And this month, we are filling your ears with some super inspiring guests. Dietitian, nutritionist, and author of new book, Your Weight is Not the Problem, Lindy Cohen joins us today. Now, she is well known for standing up against diet culture. And yep, today she's chatting about freeing yourself from those New Year diets, or at least from the pressure of going on some sort of healthy eating plan that equates to dramatic weight loss. Anyway, if you like what you hear from Lindy, she's up on Extra Healthy, she's chatting about intuitive eating. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Lindy, welcome back to Healthy-ish. I think you've been on for many years now, right? I have, but thanks thanks for having me back on again. It's always good to be here. And listeners, we were saying Lindy and I have known each other for, well, many years, but we've never met. I, I feel like you're that Instagram person that I see or I speak to on the phone, and, and now it's so nice to see you. Hello. And I am also blaming the pandemic. Yes, let's do that. Let's blame everything on the pandemic. <laughs> and also, um, firstly, Happy New Year. Thank and you. secondly... Baby well soon. done. What? Oh, oh yes. Baby. Yes, baby she is soon. pregnant I as well. I as well. I was talking about your book. Oh, thank baby. you. Jo, yeah, so, so I've got the first launch of uh, my book in January, which is happening today. Well done. And then I've got a baby being launched in March. So, you know, <laughs> got a busy, busy lady. Double whammy. <laughs> thank you. What a year, 2023. Yeah. So we're talking about undieting, mm. freeing yourself from diets. Mm. Why... Have diets failed us? Oh, diets have failed us in so many ways. And I think perhaps the most sinister way that diets have failed us is they make us feel like we're to blame. So they give us all these rules around foods we're not allowed to eat, which only makes us more obsessed with the very foods we're trying to eliminate from our diet, which is incredibly unhelpful. They surge our cravings for these foods. They make them highly interesting to us so that when we do actually eat them, we get so excited by them and then we forbid ourselves from ever having them again. And all this does is it leads to that all-or-nothing mentality where you lie in bed at night feeling guilty for how much you've messed up that day. You wake up the next day trying to be good, only to end up face planting into the pantry by afternoon when a handful of nuts turns into ha- 10 handfuls of nuts. And next thing you know, you're eating peanut butter straight from the jar and the day recycles again and again. And so I think what we need to understand is is fundamentally diets, you don't fail diets, diets have failed you. And if you can understand that, if you can understand that fundamentally, statistically, we know they lead to weight regain. Um, There's some statistics put it at like 95, 96% of diets fail and some diets, um, oh, that's kind of that long-term success, right? They are really crappy at helping you lose weight and keep it off. And everyone's like, oh, well, I lost weight on doing this diet or that diet. Of course you did. But what happens after one or two years or five years? Statistically, we see people regain the weight and more weight than they ever lost in the first place. And this is the fundamental problem. It's not your willpower. It's the silly diet. When you say silly diet, I mean, how do you define diet? Because often, you know, we're sold healthy eating plan or... You know, what's a diet in your eyes? Yeah, I think I think diet companies have gotten really smart. They've cottoned on to the fact that we don't 
believe in diets. And so they'll find really nifty ways to sell us a diet in disguise. So they might say, oh, this is a healthy eating plan. It's not a diet, but it's a meal plan telling you what to eat, when to eat it. That is 100% a diet. Or they give you a whole bunch of rules and then promise you it's not a diet. It surely is a diet as well. But many people, I think those are a little bit more easy to spot. The thing I'm very interested in is all these heirloom diet rules that we collect over years and years of being interested or dedicated to health or trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of like these crappy souvenirs left over from a trip. And they they lurk in our brain and they cloud our judgment, making us feel even more confused about what, what it is we're allowed to eat. So whether or not you subscribe to them or not is not the point. When you go to make a food decision, you're thinking, okay, well, I should have some carbohydrates, but not too many carbohydrates. Or you get these diet rules that are conflicting. So drink coffee, no, actually coffee is bad for you. And so it sugar, really- yeah, that's Sugar, another one. That's loaded. That's <laughs> yeah, loaded. No, but it, so you could have I 10- I think that works, works like, is just there somewhere in my brain. Always, always, you know, not allowed to have too much. These types are okay, these types of foods. And so it makes healthy eating so much more complicated. So as long as we are holding on to these silly souvenirs, these diet rules, we're constantly going to f- be on a diet. And the beauty of reducing these food rules from our life is we get so much more freedom from food. I think we believe that nutrition advice is always a good thing. I think we've been inundated to the point where it's become too much. And as a result, we just freeze and we end up going from, we do what I call the health pendulum swing. So we go from like one extreme to the other where we're either, you know, you're either going to the gym and you're eating really healthily or you're getting takeaway and like skipping all your gym sessions. But what I want us to do is find that sweet spot in the middle where we know that you can go to the gym and you can eat out with your mates and you can find all the balance in between that, but it doesn't include diet rules. And we've got to purge those from our brain. When we do You can eat healthily without feeling stressed about it, without worrying about your weight, without it feeling like a constant thing you have to stay on top of. How do we purge those from our brain? Oh, first thing, you've got to become aware of them. (laughs) And honestly, if you sat down and you wrote a list of all the diet rules that you're like, okay, let's see how many there are in this lovely brain of yours, you're going to find... I mean, at least over a hundred, possibly even more if you're a constant yo-yo dieter like I used to be in my past. And so then what we do is we work to eliminate them one by one, starting with the ones that are the biggest impact on our life. There's something like um, a belief, I'm not allowed to eat carbohydrates, carbohydrates are fattening, Um, I need to avoid them. That kind of thing could be quite profound to work on that first. I think we have this idea, if I get rid of all these food rules, then I'm just going to go crazy around food. I'm going to eat and I'm not going to be able to stop. But ironically, the very opposite thing happens. When we apply all these food rules, that's when we lose control around food. And by eliminating the food rules, this is where we find a lot more peace around food. You know those people who've never dieted, who have some dessert and after a few bites, they're like, I'm good, I'm done. And they push it away from them. Those are people who do not have food rules. And I'd like you to be more like those people. I like that. (laughs) Good one. Now, how do we, then how do we become that person? We, you know, almost tune out of the nutrition do we tune out the nutrition or tune out the food rules and into how our body feels where does your whole nutritional mindset fit in yeah like ultimately i want us to be healthy so i'm not i'm not saying let's ditch being healthy i believe in feeling good um i just don't believe that we're going to measure our health based on something as silly and outdated as the bmi um there are so many metrics that we can use to measure our health whether it be how much energy we have in the morning how strong we are all these kinds of beautiful and wonderful things that we can be focusing on that we actually don't because we get so 
bogged down in trying to lose weight. And I just want to like throw out this idea that um, when we focus on trying to lose weight and we use it as our goal and our metric for success, we are very inconsistent and we can't stick with something for the long term. For example, let's say you start running and you run and you just like, okay, well, I haven't lost weight after three weeks. Are you going to keep running? No, even though you had all these beautiful, amazing benefits. So what we need to be doing is doing things intuitively because we like how they make our bodies feel. And intuitive eating is a really important principle of this, where we eat when we are hungry, we stop when we feel comfortably full and we know that all foods are allowed. What happens here is a beautiful thing where food stops feeling like something I should do. I shouldn't eat this food and it becomes a choice. I don't feel like having the burger. I feel like having the whole grain sandwich. It doesn't feel like a burden to make that choice. And I feel like that's the place I'd like us to be at. Yes. I I feel like personally I'm at that because I ate a burger and I feel like shit. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, And I think, you know, also as parents, we're always kind of trying to control what our kids eat. If you let your kid get a little bit sick of having too much chocolate, they're going to have that internal feedback loop saying, I don't want to eat too much chocolate. So we can teach ourselves to have those our own internal feedback loops. And that comes with creating a healthy relationship with our bodies, with our food and eating intuitively. Lindy, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. And can I say, my kid's going to love that advice. Yes, please. Thanks, kids. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Hey, if you do want more from Lindy, her book is called Your Weight Is Not The Problem and it is out now. If you want more from us, there are plenty of other episodes about this topic across Healthish, this podcast, and Extra Healthish, our big sister podcast. You can jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au, or join the conversation via Body and Soul on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. Thank you for joining us. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow or next time you listen, Happy New Year. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.